1: Woo-hoo! I'm going to go
2: My name is So L and I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation here on high frequency radio network. this is the foundation and we are high frequency. where well, we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. but well, you know as always we are. Applying correct information correctly. That's what we're learning here at the foundation. I want to let you know today's show is entitled Private Trust and Economic Instability. We're going to get into that. You know, I've been talking about the economy, the global economy. I've been talking about the public locking down. I've been talking about Interest rates, you know, I feel like I'm even talking a little regarding geopolitical risk. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into how trusts, specifically private trusts and private estates, operate during economic instability. So stay tuned, you know, don't go anywhere. Where are you going? You're back here. We're gonna do our dance. I want to start out by saying all thanks, honors, and praises due to the Creator and ancestors. I want to be. Sh- I want to say, wow! I want to be. I want to obey by that. I want to say, shout out to the big brother, the uncle of the conscious community, Yusuf El High Frequency Radio Network creator. He, he you know, the man in the house. I'm in. I'm in his house right now we on high frequency. Check out spcuniversity.com if you're looking to do your SPC process, transition, what do you call it? I don't know. It's known by many names and phrases, Covered it, but, you know, secure party creditor. If you, you know, if that rings any bells, go to spcuniversity.com. You can also check out welcome to the thefoundationcom Make sure you sign up for that email list. I am retiring. I'll talk about that after the intro. But, you know, sign up for that email list. Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive content, offers, and events. We will be doing some events here shortly. Make sure you check out welcome dot com. You can get, uh, wow, I'm having problems, it obviously, you know, hey. But we going to keep it moving. Check out that PDF section. Free info, free grab and go for the free. And then, you know, welcome to foundation.com. we got the education section, passport, no social, part one, part two. Part one, how you get it. Part two, how you use it. Brother Chris L. came through, did his dance. I mean, the floor is still, it's still hot. It was a fire dance, if that interests you we find that, you know, that interests, that interests people. Also, you could find Foundation Trust Primer. A lot of people say, hey, man, I've never heard about trust outside the context of what I, you know, Here on movies with the rich individuals and families and things of that nature, as well as, you know, when my lawyer told me about living trust, I'm, I'm, familiar enough with what you're saying that, you know, you're not discussing living trusts or anything of that status. So, you know, where do I start? Foundation Trust Primer. 18 hand documents, might be more. Minimum 18. Hand-picked documents. You know, if you're, if you're getting started, you want to know what type of trusts, uh, private estates utilized, where they derive their authority, things of that nature. You want to grab that primer. Also, we got the Foundation Trust Series, Part 1, Part 2, and Part 3. You just say beginner, intermediate, and advanced. That's what I would say. PowerPoint presentation, Black's Law Dictionary, definitions. You've got Supreme Court case citations. All of these things in a nice, cool, crisp, clean format. Crisp, funny, descriptive. Descriptive English words. But yeah, Foundation Trust Series 1, 2, and 3. You can grab that at welcome to In the education section, you can also find our social media. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Clubhouse maybe, I'm not sure. You have to talk to the secretary. But you can also, I know you can, book a consultation as well as make a donation. All at the same. Location. dot com. Welcome to the foundation. No, you know, the dot com is at the end. I just wanted it to rhyme. With no beat, called acapella. I want to say peace to all the listeners of the foundation. New listeners throughout the years. Listeners, OGs, and news. I want to say peace to all the listeners. Archive listeners internet. internet listeners. Wow, my tongue is. Not popping in today. English language, MP3 listeners, live listeners, live callers. However, you check out the show. Want to say peace to you. Also, want to say peace to all the trustees and private trustee training at the foundation. We have our last <clears throat> session of trustee training about to start here shortly. And you know, it's it. You know, I'm not doing any more sessions after this. So, you know, you have until January twenty third, twenty twenty three, to sign up for the last session of twenty trustee training here at the foundation was so ill. But yeah, peace to all the trustees here at private trustee training or, you know, if you're in training otherwise, I also want to say peace to anyone who's invested in their private education. However that is, by whatever means, peace. I see you. I want to say peace to all that we have interacted with in any way here at the foundation you know it's, it's been a it's been a long run it's been illustrious this is one of those things that you know everything must come to an end but you know we in our this is the victory lap we're doing a victory lap right here so you know we are wrapping it up but be sure not to miss the dates December 31st will be the final date to get into the Foundations Education for Private Family Foundations. You must either be in trustee training, have been in trustee training, or show proficient trust administration knowledge. Why? Simple. It is a trust, but it has a tax exemption, you're giving businesses and individuals charitable deductions on their tax returns, you can get into a lot of trouble if you don't know how to properly administer a trust, let alone a trust with a designated tax exemption due to its charitable purpose. So if you haven't been in trustee training, if you're not in trustee training, if you have not had any type of trustee training, whether it's self-training or mentorship training, you probably missed out. Now, you can still get signed up now. January 23rd, 2023 is the last day to sign up for the last session. That doesn't mean you can't sign up now before December 23rd and, you know, be eligible. But that's the way it's going. So December 31st, 2022, last day that the foundation will offer education with regards to private family foundations. I'm not saying it's not out there. I'm just saying it's it for us. January 23rd, 2023 is the last day that you could sign up for private trustee training education here at the foundation. That's it. No stragglers, no last minutes, nothing. I'm serious. I'm not going to feel bad either because I started talking about this, I think, was it? Oh, man, it was either the end of August. Yeah, it was the end of August, man. So we're already over 30 days into, you know, the announcement of my retirement. So I just want to make it clear. January 23rd, 2023, last day to sign up for trustee training. December 31st, 2022, last day to sign up for private family foundation education training. Mm -hmm. June 30th, 2023, if you have my private mobile number, it will either be disconnected or It will be under the control of the board of trustees of the foundation. The foundation is not going anywhere. The shows from what I understand will still be available in some way, shape or form. Um, all of the content will still be available in some way, shape or form. And, um, you know, I do reserve the right to produce more content for the foundation. Also, you know, doing in-person events, things of that nature. I'm just transitioning my life and I can no longer devote the necessary time requirements to the foundation. So, here it is. That's what it is. So you know, don't be sad. You know, I like to say, don't be sad because it's not a sad time. It's a it's a wonderful time. You know, it's kind of like leaves the nest time, right? You know, I look at all y'all as family. You know, I, I I pile all y'all in to this. You know, this this private. family that we have here. Let me just leave it at that. And, you know, it was a difficult decision, but it was a necessary decision. I trust that you understand and comprehend and, you know, are empathetic. If not, that's cool. You have the right to be upset, mad, angry, you know, but, I'm, you know, we're coming up on seven years in a month and a half or so of me being here on high-frequency radio network and, you know, all things... All things must, you know, come to an end or at least, you know, change in some way. So that's where we're going. But, you know, don't fret. Don't be sad. Don't be sad. The foundation is like a child of mine. And, you know, I will ensure and be very, very, what's the word? I will be very, very interested in its continuance. So let that be known. Let's jump into these current events. We got the show, private trust and economic instability. It's going down. I'm about to show you. It's not even me. That's why I do current events because it's not me talking. It's not me just saying a bunch of hoopla trying to do some, what is it called? Clickbait? Don't do that. I don't do that. Or extra hype headlines? I don't really do that either. You know, This is all functional information, but from a realistic standpoint, com, Here we go. Fed jacks up interest rates again. Hints at Smaller increases ahead. Bullet points: U.S. central bank lifts rates by 75 basis points. Powell says it's time to reassess the pace of hikes, or maybe that, that time is coming. And the U.S. stocks close sharply low after Powell's remarks. Though so the Federal Reserve raised interest interest rates by three quarters of a percentage point again today, and said its battle against inflation will require borrowing costs to rise further yet signal it may be nearing an inflection point in what has become the swiftest tightening of US monetary policy in 40 years does that have have an effect on what's going on? Sure sure it does sure it does, Reuters.com, we got a new one Feds Powell, soft landing chances have narrowed there remains It remains that the U.S. economy can escape a recession as the Federal Reserve raises interest rates to lower inflation, but that window of opportunity for a soft landing has narrowed this year as price pressures have been slow to ease. Fed Chair Jerome Powell said today, soft landing, man, what does that mean? Oh, you know, it's not going to hurt so much. Lies. CNN Business, what what rising interest rates mean for you? Interest rates have increased at in the fastest pace since 40 years. This is Greg McBride, chief financial analyst at Bankrate.com. Mortgage rates have skyrocketed to 20-year highs. Home equity lines of credit are the highest in 14 years, and car loan rates are at 11-year highs. Savings are seeing the best yields since 2008 if they're willing to shop around. So they're telling you what to do. Oh, you can you can you can get some lock-in fixed rates on your home loans. Minimize your credit card that shop around for bank savings, that's if you have money. But realistically, if you're in bonds go short, but what it means for you? Higher interest rates. Higher interest payments. A higher cost for the acquiring of cash. It's 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 hurting. c n n business US debt federal interest payments could soon exceed military spending say what? The Federal Reserve's war on inflation isn't just painful for homebuyers and people with credit card debt. Uncle Sam is getting squeezed by higher borrowing costs too. The cost of finance America's growing mountain of debt is rising rapidly as the Fed scrambles to put out the inflation fire by raising interest rates and shrinking its nearly $9 trillion balance sheet. No more easy money. No more easy money, but man, look, what does the U.S. spend the most on? I don't know. I would think it would be military. So if the interest rates get higher than the military spending, we got a problem. Or is there already a problem now? I think there's already a problem now. CNBC stock futures are flat after a volatile session following the Fed's latest interest hike. Ooh. And what do they do? With regards to retirement. Put it into the stock market via 401ks versus the actual company having to pay. CNN business grocery prices are soaring,
0: but this favorite food is getting cheaper.
2: A significant supply gut okay so they are talking about avocados overall cost of grocery items are up a stunning 13% compared to last year and that's with regards to the CPI we're gonna jump into what the CPI is in a second but they're saying hey don't worry about it if you can't afford your normal food just buy some avocados and that's what they do we'll talk about that more with the CPI CNN business Thanksgiving dinner will be a lot more expensive this year well A lot of things are a lot more expensive this year. Thanksgiving meal will cost about 13.5% more compared to last year based on how retail prices in the four weeks through October 16th compared to the same period in 2021. Maybe promotions, but guess who's coming to dinner? CNN Business, as prices soar, consumers turn to McDonald's Inflation is relentlessly high, and food prices in particular are, sorry, in this environment, customers are turning to McDonald's, even as the burger chain raises its own prices. In the third quarter, McDonald's U.S. prices were up about 10% year-over-year on average. Even so, the brand is gaining traction among its less affluent customers, noted CFO Ian Borden during an analyst call last week. Quote, we're gaining share right now among low-income consumers, end quote, he said. As food companies raise prices, they are finding other ways to make consumers feel like they're getting a good deal. Packaged food and beverage makers such as PepsiCo and Coca-Cola are offering more serving sizes. Hoping that shoppers will shut out for smaller packages because of the lower price tags. Restaurants are focusing on value, hoping, for, hoping that customers will feel they're getting more bang for their buck, even as prices rise. McDonald's is... Quote, positioned as the leading brand in terms of value for money and affordability, end quote, said Borden. He noted that some cash-straps customers are shifting from buying meals to purchasing value items. This is a problem. This is an indication of the overall country, what's going on. And, you know, McDonald's is all over the world, so this is happening worldwide. Some might also be trading down to McDonald's for more expensive chains or restaurants. Chipotle, Chick-fil-A, Carl's Jr. Quote, we feel very good about McDonald's value proposition. It's allowed us to push through some of this pricing. McDonald's is weighing a number of different potential economic situations, but that is expecting a mild to moderate recession in the U.S. Mild to moderate recession. Recession. Even McDonald's is predicting the recession. Reuters.com, frigid winter, New Englanders will pay through the frozen noses for oil and gas. U.S. Northeast faces its highest energy costs in more than 25 years due to tight heating oil supplies and fierce global competition for liquefied natural gases.
0: Crazy world's largest
2: container shipping firm Maersk, a barometer for global trade, warns of dark clouds on the horizon. With the war quote with the war in Ukraine, an energy crisis in Europe, inflation, and a looming global recession, there are plenty of dark clouds on the horizon. End quote. This is mainstream now. This is not just you know, so-called gurus or flame fanners trying to say that this
0: is a problem. It's, It's a problem. What else is a problem? Workers flee China's biggest iPhone factory.
2: Foxconn, one of Apple's largest suppliers, is wrestling with major disruption at its biggest iPhone assembly factory in China as anxious workers reportedly flee the lockdown facility according to social media videos hey you want you trying to get an iphone an ipad for christmas you might want to grab that right now i'm talking about right now right now you're gonna have problems getting your hands on iphones at least for a while of, of course i expect apple to you know pivot but there's still going to be a shortage this year of that new Shiny. What is it? iPhone 27 now? 28? iPhone XX4 XX? X, 12?
0: ER? Emoji? FCC
2: commissioner calls for TikTok ban. <clears throat> What's happening? U.S. government should ban TikTok rather than come to a national security agreement with the social media app that might allow it to continue operating in the United States. According to Brendan Carr, commissioner at the FCC, Federal Communications Commission, that's what they, they run all this. A string of news reports this year about TikTok's handling of user data has left Carr with, quote, little confidence there's a path forward, end quote. He told CNN in a phone interview, quote, perhaps the deal ends up cutting is an amazing airtight deal, but at this point, I have a very, very difficult time looking at TikTok's conduct, thinking we're going to cut a technical construct that they're going to find a way around, end quote. TikTok, China, TikTok, oh, Canada, Reuters.com, Canada orders three Chinese firms to exit critical minerals deal. Canada's government ordered three Chinese firms today to divest their investments in Canadian critical minerals companies on grounds of national security. all HSBC banks Hong Kong, Shanghai, Banking Corporation, all of them are out of United States. I see something coming, man. In this Western versus Eastern, you got Russia, you got China, you got Iran, you got Syria, you got, uh, pay attention. Please pay attention. CNBC, Chipotle Mexican Grill will test robotic tortilla chip maker called Chippy in a California restaurant. California, man. Y'all finna have robots everywhere. California's gonna be the first. Chipotle Mexican Grill said it will test Chippy, an autonomous kitchen assistant made by Miso Robotics, next month in California. Restaurants and retailers have been testing robotics and automation to streamline operations. Chipotle also said it's piloting a new system to reduce food waste and location-based technology for its mobile app. We got Flippy, the burger flipping robot, robot. We got Chippy, the Chipotle chip Chipper. We got these things happening, and it's an accelerated pace, but that's it for current events. Take from it what you want,
0: but let's get to the show.
2: Private trust and economic instability, and that's where we're in. I don't know what barometer you're using, what, uh, you know, what criteria you're looking at, information you're consuming, but we are in a global recession. I don't care if they have admitted it publicly. I don't care if they don't admit it publicly. It doesn't matter. I look at numbers and numbers don't lie. So what is economic instability? One of the key indicators of economic instability is inflation. What is inflation? Most people think inflation is the rise or the increase, more specifically and properly, the increase in prices. Yeah, yeah, okay, yep. I agree to disagree. You know, ultimately what's happening is you are seeing the devaluation or the decrease in value of the currency. It's a trick. It's a you know, switcheroo. It's one of the magical dances. You want to do a magical dance? Let's talk about inflation. Oh, that's good coffee. It's the decrease in value of the currency. I said we're going to talk about the CPI. Let's talk about the CPI. CPI. The Consumer Price Index. I'm, I'm at uh where am I? An official website of the United States government. BLS.gov forward slash CPI. CPI. What is CPI? It, the Consumer Price Index is a measure of the average change over time in the prices paid by urban consumers for a market basket of consumer goods and services. Indexes are available. For the u.s and various geographic areas average price data for select utility automotive fuel and food items are also available so i'm going to read that again and hope you hopefully you catch what i caught the consumer price index is a measure of the average change over time in the prices paid by urban consumers for a market basket of consumer goods and services indices are available for the US in various geographic areas. Data for select utility automotive fuel and food items are also available. So, select utility automotive fuel and food items are not included in CPI.
0: They're not. Why? They say
2: it's a consumer, um, a basket of consumer goods and services. So, basically, if you went to the store and you spent $100 what you got in that bag or those bags when you leave the store that's the basket of goods you spent a hundred dollars now to get that same basket of goods next year or next month the price is going to be different and that's what the consumer price index tracks over time Now, they have all items, food and energy, and then all items, less food and energy. And the all items, less food and energy is the price that they publish. But the energy costs and the food costs right now are the highest inflationary sectors currently.
0: So, there's substitutions.
2: And even in the food items, one of the things I read... With regards to avocados being cheaper,
0: because really, who, who?
2: I'm not throwing a party. I'm not doing guacamole dip. But you know, unless you know, avocado toast is great. But how many, how many pieces of avocado toast can I eat? Really, I mean, you to be honest. I'm sure you know there are different dishes that you know that would be great. But me personally, come on, man. But what they do is they substitute, they, it's called substitutions and they'll take out a certain, um, item out of that basket of goods and they'll replace it with another item of what they say is equal or similar, you know, value. What they're doing, like, okay, so they take out one really high priced food item and they'll put in avocados and they'll range out the numbers. Do you understand what I'm saying? They'll take out beef and then put it in caviar because caviar right now isn't experiencing inflation like hamburger beef is. So they'll take out hamburger beef and they'll put in caviar, and they'll say, "Oh, the inflation isn't that bad." So you got to be careful. Like if, you're, if I'm walking through the store and I got a hundred dollars and I'm putting things in my in my cart, and some some weirdo from the Fed reserves is what follow runs it behind me, takes out certain items and puts in substitution items in my cart. I'm not letting that fly. But that's what happens with the CPI. Y'all can do your own research. BLS.gov forward slash CPI. I'm sorry. BLS.gov forward slash CPI. Go look at it. Go look at it. So you have inflation, and then you have the indicators or the barometer or whatever's supposed to follow and track inflation is all whacked out because they want to do these substitutions and stuff, and they, they don't include food and energy in this number. But then if you want food and energy, it's this number. It's, it's really weird how they do this stuff. So what else do we have? Economic instability. We have shipping issues economic instability. We have supply issues. You can't get certain things. Certain parts for cars to six cars, people can't get them. People's cars are sitting in the auto shop for two months, man. I'm not lying. Ask somebody. They got that, uh, what is it? The If you're lucky, you got one of those courtesy cars that they give you. But most people don't have a courtesy car. They're on the bus, on the cars, paying pay- payments on the car and insurance on the car, but it's in the shop. And why is it in the shop? Because they don't have a part for it. They can't. They're waiting for the part to come in. Well, they say, oh, it should be here next week. It should be here next week. It should be here next week. Because the overall company itself, let's say Honda, for example, or Lexus, only gets a certain number of those parts, and they allocate them across the whole country, or possibly the whole entire supply chain, according to demand, and so and you know price, and so on and so forth. So your local dealer is likely not going to get it anytime soon. There's people with cars, man, sitting in there. This is economic instability. Um, Tell me, if you have a job that is dependent on you having a car, and due to supply and shipping constraints, you're on the bus, still paying a car payment? That's economic instability.
0: Prices for food, prices for housing.
2: To rent, it's crazy. To pay for rent it's crazy especially in major metropolitan areas now of course there are some outliers certain metropolitan areas are you know the the cost of living is cheaper but you got to look at the reason why do they have industry do they have jobs do they have certain infrastructure how's their water how's their parks how's the school system you know what what is the climate like there's a lot of things that go into play with regards to oh you know hey the cost of living is really low over here
0: economic instability is is a cycle there's a
2: cycle in economic cycles there's ups and downs if you understand natural law you know that you know there's peaks and valleys in the vibration so you're especially when you're dealing with an economy that's really rigidly controlled by the government you're going to have some seesaw and instability. It happens. Now, what do you do? We'll get into that. But these are the things I want you to watch for. And, you know, you want to watch for, because we're in inflation a minute, but hyperinflation is something that destroys entire um, financial systems, financial systems, man. Hyperinflation. You need to look at uh, um, Ecuador, El Salvador. Nope. Argentina. It's Argentina. And they, they, you ain't going to see this in the news. See, I couldn't even remember it. Because that's, you know, this is the stuff you got to find on your own. But look at Argentina and what they just went through through hyperinflation. And now that they're using U.S. dollars majorly as their currency right now, um, and they're going through inflation with that, too. It's, it's terrible what these people are dealing with. It's absolutely terrible. But, you know, I want you to watch for limits on bank transfers. Watch watch for limits on bank transfers. Does your bank impose a limit on a bank transfer? You should ask. You should ask. Hey, does this bank have a limit on bank transfers? And if they say yes, or watch out. You should watch for limits on cash withdrawals. Cash, man. You go to the bank. You got ten grand in there. Can you pull it out? Can you pull out ten grand right now? Can you walk into the bank tomorrow morning, unannounced, and just cash out your ten thousand dollar checking account? I don't know. Go ask. You should, you should call your bank. You can walk into the bank. Most people do mobile banking and stuff, but that's what they want. But it's cool. Do your dance. But you should walk into the bank and you ask them, what's the maximum that I can withdraw out of my account right now? Watch. Watch. Capital controls. You need to watch for capital controls. That's that's what happened. So that's, that's, this
0: is going to be an indicator. Any of those
2: happening right now? And also watch for price controls. Price controls, where the government, federal or state, attempts to control the price of goods and services. Says, hey, you can't charge consumers more than this for ground beef. That does not take into account how much it costs for these suppliers to obtain it, ship it, transport it with this inflationary environment, high uh, gas prices, energy prices. High labor costs. People ain't even working. Watch out for, for price controls. Um, are they talking price controls right now? Currently, is Bi- what is Biden talking about right now? I don't know. You should check them out. But these are the things to watch for with regards to economic instability. They are harbors. They're what are hall hall hallmarks Harber- harbingers hallmarks and harbingers. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got that right. Of economic instability. Really, what is it? it? We're in a time of economic instability right now. If you haven't noticed it, man, wow. You're either wealthy or in a great spot. Everything is increasing with regards to pricing. Um, Even the Federal Reserve says it's not going to be a soft landing. What does soft landing mean? What's, What's the opposite of soft landing? Well, what is not a soft landing? How about that? We don't have to see opposites. We don't have to go extremes. What is not a soft landing. And we're talking about the economy. We're talking about a recession and economic instability in the economy. What can you do? What can you do? What do, what do private trusts do? Private trusts in operation. I'm just going to tell you the truth, man. This is private. But I'm going to tell you. Most private trusts in operations, they hedge all the time, the whole time. When the economy is doing great and when the economy isn't doing not so great, the estate is hedging. What do I mean by hedging? They're acquiring real assets, real assets, real estate, appreciable assets, appreciating assets, assets that are appreciating, and assets that can appreciate in the future. Appreciable, appreciable. I don't know. I probably messed that up. But hedging with regards to gold, silver, real estate, and certain other tangible assets, private. Estate. Private trusts are always doing that. If they are significant, if they have proper administrators, they are always hedging. They are always reducing um their cash holdings as much as possible and just, you know, using cash just to service debt and to service, you know, monthly or quarterly needs of the trust or the estate. That's it. You got a budget out, how much food, you know, there's a food budget. Uh, clothing budget—it's it, all budgeted, and we're always hedging. Always, cash is not money. Cash is not wealth. We know that. Cash is just a means. It's—it's a—it's a medium of exchange in this money of a of account system. But we're acquiring wealth. We're hedging. What else? Private trusts and estates. Typically, and I touched on this, reduce cash holdings as much as possible. Cash is trash. Um, And y'all get these gurus, oh, you know, you get more of a return on cash and gold and silver and real estate and and they got all these things and they're paid for all these and it's all good, coffee break. But cash is trash. It's not king. Um, It rules what? Nothing. It's medium exchange and money of account system. It's the ruler of the cash that rules. And who rules the cash? You can answer that yourself. The cash is trash. You don't want to have it. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all? No. No. Don't do it. Reduce cash holdings as much as possible. That's what private estates are doing. Privately contracting with other estates to reduce the need for cash holdings, we don't even transact in cash when we don't have to. As far as a private estate, we're looking to offer barter exchange. I mean, that's the main thing that I'm looking to do with my private estate is barter exchange. You're talking about cash or some sort of payment. You're talking public. This is commerce. It's public commerce. Private commerce is different. So private estates, we we're, you know we're reducing cash holdings and the need for cash holdings. We can we can set up some sort of contractual relationship by which each estate. Receives, you know, equity in the transaction. What is what does your family need? Well, my family needs this. What do you have? Well, we need this. We know how to do this. I can do this. I can make this. We make these. We produce these. We manufacture these. What do, what does your family do? This these types of relationships reduce the necessity for holding cash. Which further allows for the reduction in cash holdings. Uh, private trusts, in you know when 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 you are sailing a ship, and this is the way you gotta look at things. Now, any, any structure in the public, whether it's private or not, is a ship. It's a vessel moving from one place to another, carrying one carrying wealth from one generation to the next, carrying wealth and value from the public to the private. And if you can't look at commerce like that and transactions like that, you should probably try really really hard and try harder. And when a private estate witnesses choppy waters ahead, one of the things that we do to, what do they call it, batten down the hatches,
0: is to
2: Pay off all credit card debt. Adjustable rate, mortgages, lines of credit, all of it. And that during and prior to, to, hopefully, economic instability, private estates and private trusts, you know, pay down all variable credit card debt, variable interest rate debt. If the interest rate allowed to be varied according to the contract
0: we complete the transaction we complete the contract
2: because we are preparing preparing for this economic instability another thing that a private state does is stock up on food and necessities economic instability you're going to have inflation you're going to have hyperinflation you're going to have Uh, labor disputes, you're going to have possibly border disputes, port disputes, you're going to have shipping and logistical challenges and disruptions. Hyperinflation, you're going to have
0: merchants that either will not or cannot sell to you Either A, they paid more
2: for the product than you're going to pay for it if they sell it to you. And how is that? If it was $99, let me give you $99. Well, four days ago, $99 could have gotten me this. Today, $99 gets me less of that. So it's the currency that's losing value. The prices don't matter, ultimately. And as the currency lose values. you're going to see prices increase. But does that matter? No, it doesn't. What matters is the currency is losing value. And if I purchase something for $50 and marked it up to $60, but the currency inflated, so that $60 is now $50, I'm not going to sell it for $60. That is a $10 loss. That's a loss. It's a loss. I'm not going to sell it. Or, due to logistical issues, shipping, demand, supply, I might not even have it to sell. So, private trusts, private estates stock up on food, you know, necessities. If there are children that are a part of the state, which typically there are, the private estate stocks up on necessary formula because formula becomes very, very scarce, very scarce. We are going about food. We buy now. We buy now because we know prices will continue to rise. Food, energy, car parts, rents, property prices, we know they're going to continue to rise. We don't know when it's going to stop, and we don't know what the value of this currency is going to be on the other side. And part of the reducing
0: of cash holding is you just don't get rid of it. You don't throw it. You expense it. Private estates, private trusts, we expense
2: it. So we're acquiring assets for the benefit of the trust, for the benefit of the beneficiaries, and to further the purpose of the trust, which is going to be care and education of heirs. So we buy now. Prices going to keep rising. Stocking on food, canned food, um, things of that nature. You'll be happy you did when things really get serious. You have to look at what happens during recessions and hyperinflations, or just recessions and inflation. They're raising these interest rates up, and the price, the inflation is not stopping. It's not. Of course, the price of avocados are not rising up because people can't afford avocados no more. They have to buy, we're paying so much for gas and all this other stuff. I can't afford avocados. If anything, if I got to choose between bread, chicken, milk, gas, and avocados, which one's moving first? And they just give us the stupid stuff to make us think that oh it's it's okay or you know these these double sided points that that
0: ultimately confuse people. We reduce cash holdings
2: by now. We also reduce expenses. I'm talking expenses, reduce them. You got you got. uh, I know you have some kind of subscription service on your phone or something like that, man. I know you do. Whether it's Amazon Prime or or Spotify music, or I don't know what it is. Reduce those expenses. Those monthly expenses, that's monthly recurring revenue for companies. We love that. Companies love monthly recurring revenue. Lenders, investors love monthly recurring revenue. Go buy the music. Stop streaming it. You'll save money in the long run. But we reduce expenses. Anything that can be reduced. Um, start, you know, we, down. I'm not too. I'm not too proud to start unplugging things. Even if your TV's off, if it's plugged into the outlet, it's still pulling watts. But if you, you know, unplug everything, everything, or put everything on a surge protector and just turn the surge off, you can pop it on when you're about to use it. But that's that's reduces expenses, especially when you're talking about high high energy costs.
0: It's ridiculous.
2: And we also watch for capital controls, local and international, because that is an indication of, you know, basically the implosion of the monetary system. And an implosion of monetary system, it gets really weird for a while. And then things start to kind of like, you know, flatten out and stuff. But with the United States dollar being the world reserve currency, we're we're entering a situation that has never been seen before in the history of whatever we can we can read, I guess. We've seen stock market crashes. We've seen a lot of stuff, but a world reserve currency hyperinflating. It's ridiculous. It's almost unfathomable. And it's almost Difficult to grasp the significance when it comes to the everyday man and woman and family. But the easiest way to do that is if you got credit card debt, it's gonna your interest, your payments gonna get higher. If you have, <clears throat> excuse me, any adjustable rate mortgages, if you have uh, adjustable lines of credit, things of that nature, it's gonna get more expensive. You're gonna be paying more of these credit card payments. It's gonna be eating up more of your cash flow. That's one, and that's not inflation. That's just interest rate hikes. Now. The money that you have left over after all that, you're buying food, you're getting gas and stuff, it's costing more for that too. So you have a less less stuff for leisure and you have a less stuff for necessities. Now on top of that, let your credit cards go bad or something like that. If you have any assets, they're going to sue you for it. And then after that, you, have, you really end up with nothing if you're not careful. The biggest thing is, um, you know, reduce your dependency on the system for food would be probably be the biggest thing I would focus on, even if you're just growing a little garden in your kitchen window. Because I don't know how much, I you go into the store and saw how much a little bag of basil was. It's stupid. It's absolutely stupid. You can grow basil in your window. I'm saying, I don't care where you live. You can grow basil in your window. I don't care where you live in the United States. You can grow basil in your window. Go to the store. Go look. How much, a little thing, it'd be like a couple ounces, maybe, if not even that. A basil, it'd be like it'd be a whole bunch of money, man. You'll be able to relieve the pressure. You'll be able to relieve the stress, a lot of the stress, maybe not all of it. Actually, no, you're not going to be able to relieve all of it. But you can have a, your family can have a soft landing, even if this entire country's economy doesn't. Reduce your
0: expenses, reduce your cash holdings, smart, and reduce
2: your dependency on the system. Start with food. Grow some strawberries, some basil, and some tomatoes in your in your kitchen window, man. Quit playing. But, you know, economic turmoil insta- and instability happens. It's going to happen. It happens all the time. There's, you know, there's cycles to everything. You know, there's a cycle to the moon. There's a cycle to, you know, how these planets orbit the sun. And there's also going to be economic cycles economic upturns economic downturns we just exited an artificial economic upturn from 2008 until about 2021 2020 2019 or so right before the panorama that was an economic upturn we swung into the downturn now you may have a job and that job may produce a good or service That may or may not be recession proof, but you got to start thinking about this. Um, If you have family, that lease is coming up and y'all got room in your home, you might want to have them come live with you and y'all can split the rent, split the mortgage or something, start consolidating, reduce your expenses, get a roommate, stop going out to eat so much, make meals, plan your meals out. I'm telling you, this may sound absurd, but I'm about to retire. And the next few years are going to be crazy. I guarantee it. So with that being said, you know, private trust and economic instability. I mean, you know, you got to understand the wealthy in this country, they've, they family wealth in the States have witnessed many economic downturns. It's not a game ending scenario or an extinction level event, coffee break. Mm. But it is choppy waters, man. You're gonna take on water, you gotta bail it out. You know? You gotta know what you're doing. You can flip the boat, you can it can be real bad. It's not you know sunshine, butterflies and birds singing. But there's a storm ahead. There's an economic storm ahead. There's a geopolitical storm ahead. And you have an autonomous you know, Internet of Things, Robot Do Your Job storm ahead, too. He also got like a civil unrest storm ahead, man. It's weird. It's so weird. Just talking to people. I was on Clubhouse earlier today, jumped in the room, started topping it up and stuff, man. The ignorance that I was met with was astounding. You know me. I don't argue with you. I ain't got time to argue with you, man. So, you know, hey, I agree with you and move around, but you're going to see more and more civil unrest. So you got choppy waters, economic instability, civil instability, food instability, geopolitical instability. And I'm not trying to scare you in any way, shape, or form. I'm trying to inform you so that you can be prepared. Because it's all about the knowledge here. So with that being said, yo. Um, I, I I don't know, I don't know where this is really going to land as far as, you know, how many people are able to pick up what I'm putting down. But I will tell you this, you know, you know, the, my body of work speaks for itself. And as time moves on, you're going to see that, man, so was talking some real stuff, man. How did he know? How did he know? It's because, man, you know, you got to look at the whole picture. More than just sound bites, more than just you know a few characters of of, of of little snippets of information here and there <clears throat> with a meme and stuff attached to it. Understand that you know all of these news outlets are owned by the same. It's you know it's, it's the same news. They monopolize the news. Basically, state it's propaganda, man. They even they even will entitled they will entitle a news article they will state the subject and then say what you need to know. They're telling you what you, they will they're blatantly flat out saying we tell you what to know. We tell you how to think. They tell you whether to be mad or so, or not. I saw this this reporter. She was I oh, man, I don't remember what it was, but the way she was You know, talking about this news segment and the anger and emotions that she expressed while she was, you know, handling that segment. Man, they're trying to rile people up, man. You don't see it? It'll distract against the implosion of the currency. You can blame it on Russia. You can blame it on China. You can blame it on Chinese hackers. You can blame it on the citizens. They burned everything down. You know, hey. But here comes the finger pointing, and I didn't do that, or I didn't know, or I fought, and you know all these other things. Be prepared. Don't believe them. But watch out for the price controls. Watch out. Watch out for the currency controls. Go. Go to your bank and ask them. How much can you pull out right now? On the spot. How, you know what's the limit on bank transfers? Start asking. Start asking questions. Getting informed. And pay attention to this currency. Study the CPI, Consumer Price Index. Study these things. Just look at them. You got to read it for like 10 minutes. And you'll be like, what? The, what? Hold on. And then you'll read it again because you can't believe with it. But they say it's so slick. So a lot of it is, uh, you know, deductive reasoning and a lot of logic when you're dealing with these people. But just get ready. Get your family ready. Get your private estate ready because here we go. this? Here we go. But you know you got this. I know you got this, and you know you got the foundation here. So email me. Add me to dot com. You know we we got the last session of trustee training. We got the last opportunity to get your hands on a private family foundation. You know, this is it. I'm wrapping up. Like the foundation is going to be here, but I'm out of here. I feel like I'm putting my work, and I know there's a a lot of people who've been helped, and and been able to benefit from the foundation. So, you know, I'm good in that. But, you know, email me admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. Close mouth does not get fed. You'll be out here mad. One hundred percent mad. But I'm gonna end it with that, man. Y'all have a great week. Um I say this because I care. I love y'all. And, you know, I just wanna see you happy, man. I wanna see you shine. It makes the world brighter. So, you know, let's let's get it right. But trustee training, private family foundations, email me, admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. Foundation Trust Series, Part 1, Part 2, Part 3. Foundation Passport, No Social, Part 1, Part 2. Foundation Trust Primer. All available at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. Make sure you sign up for that email list. You can also book a consultation from the website, or you can email me, admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com to book a consultation. And we can do that dance. I trust y'all will take care of yourself. You will enjoy yourself. I hope I trust that you learned something from this episode. And, you know, you're able to, you know, put some of this information into action that's going to benefit you and your family. So, with that being said, take care of yourself. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your week. I'll be here next week. Say 10, ten things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night, as it is very important. And I'll catch y'all next week on the hottest radio network on the planet, High Frequency Radio Network. I am your host, So L. And as always, it has been a pleasure to be here with you on the foundation. Y'all take care and be easy. Peace, love, and peace to the gods.
1: Doing this going all the
2: way live. High Frequency Radio.